0: Now, you do that by taking your stand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We are back with part two of the topic on observing ourselves. This is a continuation of our previous episode on observing ourselves, which was basically just an introduction into the topic. So if you have not yet listened to that episode, please, please, please go back and begin with that episode. Otherwise, welcome back to another episode of Tipping the Skill. This is T.R.C. Bogua and I am here with Clef of Clef and Bandana who is the guy behind our soundtrack and let me dive straight into it and tune you in with his
2: wonderful voice.
1: now that we've looked at what it means and why it is important to observe ourselves um, and the second part of observing ourselves now that we have taken the stand as the watcher and the witness um so what exactly should we observe
0: we should observe everything having spent our lives most of our lives just living on autopilot there is a lot of that in the dark room of our minds so we should take some time every day. If, if what we really want is transformation, then we should take some time to observe every single thought, every single emotion that comes up. We should be able to take our stand as the witness and see it exactly the way it is. Yeah. And we are talking about not just thoughts, but the patterns that the thoughts take.
1: The like, thought patterns, yeah,
0: uh, thought patterns. Like, for most people, I'm a for, Yeah, for most people, a certain thought, a certain thought always follows another one, and a certain emotion always follows a certain thought. Thoughts They are intertwined. They are intertwined. Like thoughts follow emotions, emotions follow thoughts, and then thoughts follow other thoughts, because there's like <laughs> a train that is def. There's a path that your mind has created, yeah. where it goes, whenever a trigger comes up. So when you're angry, there's a way you react, and there's some there are some thoughts that come to your mind at that time, and there's a route they follow. And most of the time, we are unconscious of it. Yeah. So first of all, we have to be conscious to take our stand as that conscious presence, yeah. and then look at all these things that are in a, that are in our inner experience yeah the outer experience maybe we, may, we might not have that much capability to observe everything but uh, everything but our inner experience is totally up to us it's totally in our control it's totally accessible to
1: us yeah i think as we as you say like we should observe everything mm-hmm. when you start practicing this mm-hmm. it's not easy to observe everything because mm. you, you you keep falling back to the identifying with these thoughts and thinking that you're these thoughts yeah. but even with that in mind you just have to keep coming back to that awareness yeah coming back to it again and like, when you find yourself drifting you come back again and start observing yeah. the thoughts
0: yeah and actually that is like in my opinion that is our natural state observing it mm-hmm. is our natural state but since we've been We've been living in a certain kind of way for a long time. We've gotten used to like just living on autopilot. Yeah. But in real sense, just observing everything is like natural to us. Natural, yeah. Yeah, and even even the thought that I am, even the thought that I I am this, I am this thought, I am I am am this emotion is also a thought, and and you are aware of it. (laughs) So you you kind of build this capability over time to just see things clearly
1: and so the first main thing we should be observing or just what we should be observing most of the time is the thoughts and emotions but specifically i want us to go deeper into thoughts Mm. i feel like observing positive thoughts well that is not really doesn't help us you know you just go ahead and enjoy those positive feelings and thoughts but where this really comes in play is where we need to observe our negative thoughts because yes. we are deeply more identified and rooted in our negative thoughts and emotions yeah. and observing them now that would be of more service to us Yeah,
0: and that that's a really good point we are we are accustomed to like giving attention to the negative because we have this security mindset mm-hmm. like i have to take care of all the negatives so mm-hmm. that i keep safe and that's the ideology that is in most people's minds that's why we focus on the negative all the time. Because we're trying to keep ourselves safe. Same. But by doing that, we are actually keeping ourselves... We're actually making ourselves more prone to, to, neg- negative, to more yeah. negativity.
1: Because we're giving it more power. Yeah. Our attention is the power here.
0: Yeah. What you give attention to, it grows. Yes. So when you give your attention so much on the negativity, then that's negativity... Y- your chances of getting out of it are minimal. So the best thing to do is to take... A strong stand at, at, at a distance from them. Just to look step at back them. And observe yeah. them. It does not even mean changing the thoughts themselves. It just means taking your attention at least a bit far, far away from them.
1: It's just like looking at them past. Not giving them so much power, you know, like when a negative thought, not engaging. not engaging. engaging Yeah.
0: If a thought comes that maybe I'm not enough, uh, I'm a failure. The the point is not to change the thought per se. Mm -hmm. It is to get to a point where you're just observing it and not engaging with it. Because most of the time we engage with the thought and whatever is engaging with that thought is another thought yeah (laughs) so you just create more and more thoughts and with it comes more and more emotion with it 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 forms
1: like a structure of complex thoughts intertwined together yeah
0: yeah and then you're in a rabbit hole
1: yeah i think where where it becomes more useful for the negative thoughts let's say for example now for this podcast specifically because we're talking about tipping the Mm skill if you want to tip the skill or to shift the balance of our thought patterns to a more positive aspect. Now I think that is where this can be useful. We start observing our thoughts and being aware of which, what are the negative thoughts around. Because you you will see most of the time when you observe a negative thought, it's usually the same thing, it's many different thoughts revolving around sort of the, the same, same concept. Idea. Yeah. Yes. Even when you try to write it down, you'll have maybe a maximum of three thoughts just going on repeating themselves in the head over yeah. and over and over again. Yeah.
0: And it's only that way because we, they go unobserved. So they're like, these are like anarchy in your head. <laughs> <laughs> everything is just, you. everything is out of your control in some yeah. way. But in real sense, they it's all happening within you. So you have all the power.
2: Yeah. So um,
1: in the aspect of shifting or changing it, we are not really changing the thoughts here. You're counteracting it. Let's say if it's a negative thought, for example, the thought you've said, I am not enough or I am a failure. What is the opposite of that? You now start, because we can't fully get to a point where there are no thoughts going through our minds. We can now start choosing what thoughts do I want to go through my mind. I don't want my mind to constantly be, I am not enough. I'm not enough. I want to be, I am a success. I am maybe. I am enough, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you counteract yeah. it with a more positive thought and you now start practicing this positive thought.
0: Yeah, and maybe you don't even really have to change and say that I am enough. Mm-hmm. What you really need to do is investigate whether that thought has any credibility. I am not you enough. You question it. Yes. What evidence is there that I am not enough? Whatever that evidence is, who question. gives it credibility? <laughs>
1: That's a really yeah. good way to look at it
0: yeah because at the end of the day, it's only you who decides whether something is believable or not, so at the end of the day, just take the thought as just a thought
1: just a sentence, yeah, because no meaning. This
0: is what happens most of the time. If you try to change it, then you you you're you're, you're you're just like creating more chaos in your head. it's more like engaging yeah. it yeah it's more like when when you're trying to change it, you're engaging it okay yeah so the the best thing to do at that point is just to look at it for what it is ask yourself these questions whether it's credible or not what gives it credibility how does it relate to what you really are is it is it true that's like the main question is it yeah. true and who said so and who gave them the power <laughs> you know? you
2: just go questioning more
0: and more and more yeah So it's not about adding more thoughts to it. It's just like trying to see it more clearly.
1: Seeing through it, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. Um, The second thing we should look at, observe, which is also correlated with thoughts, Mm -hmm. is our triggers and reactions or our patterns. Mm. And these are what triggers us and how we react to it. Our reactions and why do we react to this, to it like the way we do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah true because when you when you know that when this happens this is how it reacts the next time it happens and you're aware of it yeah you will be more alert exactly and you'll be able
1: to respond yeah. instead of reacting yeah. to and this you situation. have a better
0: chance at changing your response or just not responding at all you know and at at, at times most people for most people it's this becomes hard when they, they already have taken the stand that I should not be having these uh, thoughts or feelings. And then instead of just seeing them as a repetitive pattern, mm-hmm. they they start judging themselves for having those feelings. And also that's another wrong route for people to follow when they're observing themselves. I, I
1: also made that mistake a lot when I started practicing this. When you yeah. have that... Let's say that thought of I should not be acting like this. Yeah. When you observe that thought or that reaction, you now start judging yourself for it
2: yeah. and
1: beating yourself up. And what happens? You're engaging yeah. it again.
0: And you accelerate actually the, the the negative emotion that comes with it. Or the like the long train of thought that comes after it. So you just observe and you know that this is this is my tendency. And every time it you're at that point. You know
1: you to a take large. a
0: step back.
1: Yeah. I think even seeing that the judgment itself is a thought. Yeah, we're also observing exactly. the judgment because yeah. the judgment is also coming in form of a thought of this is bad and this is good.
0: Yeah, you actually kind of expand things that you thought were out of your control. You start seeing that they are actually in my control. I thought when I start thinking about this, I can't stop. <laughs> but when you f- when you actually get to observing it really and seeing it clearly, then you start seeing that there's nothing that is beyond your control as long as it happens. In your inner state, you. yeah. Yes.
1: Um, one thing I wanted us to give an example on the mm-hmm. triggers and the reactions. Mm-hmm. These small things that irritate you. You see, like, for example, if I'm in the kitchen a lot, let's say I am cooking and I'm also boiling milk. Is are where milk has a tendency of always lazima twitter more giga so in you look the,
0: away for a minute you look
1: away for just one split second and <laughs> it just messes up the entire kitchen so in a situation like that i would find myself really reacting and really being irritated by that but even if I react or be irritated, it will not bring the milk back, right? Yeah. And then that reaction will now cause another thought patterns of what angered me during the day. Yeah. So I feel like this irritate, these small things that irritate us, these small mishaps that go on within our day and make us feel these negative emotions, we should also be able to observe this.
0: Yeah, true, true, true. And there are stages like to this journey. Mm -hmm. Let me call it a journey, although it's not really a journey Mm because you're not going anywhere. (laughs) Just you're like looking into yourself. Yeah. But there are stages. Uh at first, let's take that uh example of small small things that irritate you. Yeah. At first, before you're conscious of it, when that thing happens, you get irritated, you start thinking all the bad thoughts that come with it, with the irritation, and then the thoughts lead you to somewhere else uh to other bad thoughts and your whole day is ruined just yeah because, because of, of one small, small thing. thing and then when you start now it becomes that it becomes easier to, ju- to just see it arising but at, uh for the first few attempts yeah you can't, okay, we are not perfect and we have already gotten like used to a certain way of thinking you and a feeling. have habit that's yeah. ingrained. Yeah, so most of the time when we're beginning on the journey, we see the reaction after it has happened. Yeah. So after <laughs> I've already it like, takes started... You over. Yeah, after, after I've already started thinking all these thoughts and feeling all these negative emotions, I realize, oh, I'm perpetuating it. Yeah. Let me take a step back and just... You, you know, cut yourself. Uh, calm down. Mm-hmm. And then the third step is where you you actually see the reaction before it arises.
1: But you still react, then you get mad. Uh, yeah. Uh, that,
0: but I don't think, okay, yeah. In the, at the second stage, that's where you react. And then maybe you get mad. If, for reacting. Yeah, for <laughs> reacting. Or maybe if you have a better understanding, you just see it for what it is. And mm-hmm. then you say, you know, next time I'll do better. Yeah. But then there's this third stage where you observe it. You see it before it comes up. And then you're able to maybe change it or go ahead with it or, you know, whatever. Now you're doing it consciously. consciously. It doesn't matter what you do after it, as long as you're doing it yeah. consciously. And then there's a fourth stage where you don't really react. You just respond spontaneously because nothing, nothing has nothing. You have given no privilege to anything or anyone. You have given no access or key for your happiness. Yeah.
2: Or your to, anything, uh-huh. uh,
0: to anything or anyone. No one has the power to to, to dictate Change. what happens within you. And that's the goal. And when I, 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 I even look at my life, that's what I want for it. Yeah. I want to be in a state where whatever I'm feeling inside right is up to no one else other than me.
1: Because yeah. even with these small agitations, I noticed myself going through those stages and I have gotten to a point, even if a small mishap happens, in, in most days when I'm, when I'm in a good, like calm state, I find myself not reacting, I actually notice myself not reacting. and i noticed that higher if this was some time back i would have reacted to this or been angry like now if a small mishap happens like if you're here and this glass falls over and it breaks i won't be like "Oh fuck, what is that yeah i'll just find myself standing up and just you know picking up the mess and moving forward with my day it doesn't really dictate what happens within me and i think that should be the ultimate goal now with even bigger things in life regardless of these small irritations
0: yeah and imagine imagine in just imagine a society where everyone is able to, to rise above these negative feelings and thoughts that we think are so essential to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, for the, for the bigger population, people do actually believe that negativity and uh, all these bad emotions, let me, let me not call them bad, mm-hmm. negative, negative emotions, emotions, have actual purpose in our lives.
1: Honestly. But they ultimately, they do not. It's just re- all of it is resistance. Yeah, it's resistance to what is happening.
0: Exactly, I th- I think that's another word for negativity.
1: Yeah, resistance. resistance. I think it's actually the perfect word because even in the milk, let's say the let's go back to the milk spilling situation, it's me resisting. My reaction is me saying like. Why has it poured? I'm resisting what has already happened. It has already happened. There's and nothing I can, change you can do it, about exactly. it. Yeah, but you're in... still
0: fighting. It. So <laughs> you're fighting the air. You're fighting nothing.
1: It's insanity. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. Actually, if you take like 24 hours away from everyone else and anything, you you, take, you you do away with your phone for a day, your laptop, you know, the TV and mm-hmm. everything. And you go and take 24 hours for most of us. And just observe whatever goes in your head. You will say, oh man, a mad man lives there. Yeah. I'm a mad woman.
1: <laughs> There's something yeah. even Eckhart told us is about all of us being insane, but we're not consciously insane. Because we
0: are all insane. Yeah. So we believe that it's normal. Oh my God. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have already like learned this way of living that is so constricted. And most of us are living it, so it's normal. It has become the norm now. Yeah but we all know we all know somewhere different side that something is it's not, not right. right something is not as it should be and th- that's enough for that's enough to make you like look look
1: like, what is yeah, this that what is not it, right.
0: that's just enough you don't need any other trigger just the fact that you know that something is not right in my life something something is not right in our lives
1: something is not adding up yeah
0: something is not <sighs>
1: that's enough to make you like look within yes
0: so, the way out is in
1: ah nice <laughs> that's true and very really nice um yeah. so i think what we've looked at is thoughts and emotions triggers and reactions that is also under patterns right so we are yeah. observing thoughts and emotions we are observing our triggers and reactions or oh, one thing we've forgotten uh-huh. um under triggers and reactions mm-hmm. i think we also need to be aware of the spaces that we're in and mm-hmm. the spaces that we are easily Uh, irritable or triggered and what i mean by this is for example when i am tired or hungry and actually most people when they're tired
2: Mm. they're
1: easily irritable so you need to be aware of what space am i in so that you be more alert of the things that will trigger you
0: yeah true 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 because you're at a better position at counter like countering all these uh negative emotions and thoughts when you're ahead of them yeah. And when you don't really know what your triggers are, your chances at seeing the reaction coming up are slim. Yes. But when you know that uh, when, I'm, when, I'm, when I'm hanging with this group of people,
2: there's I'm a certain easy, energy yeah.
0: that <laughs> is within me that, you know, or easy, I'm always intriguing. maybe anxious or angry. Uh, or maybe when I'm hungry, like you said, yeah. I always react a certain way to everything. Yeah. When you know that, then the next time you're hungry, you'll be alert. And once you're alert at that moment, then you will see the deeper part yeah. that you, you you never see because no, you you always react unconsciously.
1: But, you won't be carried yeah. away by the reactions and the yeah. emotions.
0: True. And maybe you will, but at, at the end of the day, th- just going back yeah. to that place where you're the witness of it, just going back to that creates a certain expanse and you st- or gradually and mm-hmm. for some people it happens dr- like radically mm-hmm. um, drastically but most for most people it's okay it's uh gradually things start to lose their effect on you the emotions the thoughts they just start losing their power and you see them for what they are, and. They're not that. Se- it's not. It's not that serious anymore. Yeah. Because we take our thoughts so seriously
1: and our emotions and
0: our emotions, especially our emotions, because they have like an yeah, energy, charge. energy to them. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think we should have like an entire episode on going into our emotions because like, I don't uh, think we can fit that into here yeah, today. because
0: that uh, we need to talk more about that. So, Which uh, actually, most of our most of the negativity is hidden in our emotions because they're harder to look at.
1: We, we are sort of um, scared of them or yeah. we fear to look
0: into them. Yeah, but our thoughts always betray our emotion. So whatever you're thinking about, most likely you feel the same way, even if that charge is not there at that moment.
1: Actually, that reminds me of when you start observing yourself and observing your thoughts, you will have moments in your day where Maybe you're just going about your day and then you feel irritated by something. And when yeah. you feel like your emotion has shifted yeah. and you go back and you're like, I, what is making me react like that? Then you go back to your thought process you're like, ah, it's that one thing. Yeah. So you start being aware of these small irritations within you and these small shifts in your, let's say, emotional field within. Yeah. And you start now being aware of these small things. poly polyton, yeah. gradually.
0: And then you, you examine those triggers. Like, you examine them honestly yourself and you you question them and you ask yourself whether this certain situation should always make you feel this way whether this certain thought should always make you go to that place where you go when it comes (laughs) up you should really investigate this and you'll find that most of the time our thoughts and emotions have no real
1: credibility
0: credibility they have no real stand in reality they're just our imagination most of them like 90 Five percent. I'm on ninety-nine, <laughs> and right? it's
1: repeated over and mm. over again. That's where it forms all these patterns around it. Yeah, and we can break out of it if we are willing. And that's the main point of all mm-hmm. this. That's the main point for us taking control and taking charge of what is really going on within us, because yeah. we do have the power to do that.
0: And it's possible, actually. People, 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 people dismiss this kind of talk because they have already decided that this is the way I am. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, if 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 you are if you are told that you you could do something to change the way you are and be a better person, I'm a be a more capable. I'm a I'm more you know, a more. You can sa- transform. So to yeah, speak. Um, yeah, yeah, yes. Let's say if you are told that you could be transformed today, would you wouldn't you take it? You take you take the chance because
1: especially if you're getting to a point where. Honestly, for me the control, having control over my own emotions and not letting everyone outside dictate what I'm feeling inside, that should be the ultimate goal.
0: True, true. And I I wish everyone could feel the same because most of the time in this world, people are blaming everyone else and everything else for what is happening within them. And By doing that, they're giving all their power to to everyone.
1: And the irony is, it's even if you react to what it's not. About the other person, it yeah. is always about your inner state, yeah. Uh,
0: like we said, we can have two different people going through the same thing, but two response, totally different yeah.
1: responses. Actually, that you'll give us that is the doorway. You just see two different people, exact same situation, different reactions. What does that tell you? That's it's not true. about the outside,
0: yeah, it's about, yeah, your inner, your, it's your, inner, your inner state,
1: yeah. And I think that is about it, for yeah, observing for ourselves, yeah. So I think um, the main takeaway from all this is all about taking responsibility of what happens within us.
0: Yeah, whatever, your inner experience is totally up to you and I know we've been taught otherwise, but that's just the truth. If you really want peace and happiness, just that state of calm that we are all searching for, Mm -hmm. then we really need to take responsibility for our inner experience. Maybe not our outer experience, because whatever happens outside of you is, is not, not your under control. your control. But when when you blame everyone and everything else for what happens within you, then you will never pay attention to it, to yourself, because you'll always be blaming.
1: It's always going to be the other praising. person's fault.
0: Yes. But... If you take responsibility for whatever happens within you, then you take charge of your mind. You take charge of your life. Have you ever noticed that for most people, they, from, even when people are together and doing something for Moja, mm-hmm. when something goes right, everyone wants credit for it, uh-huh. even the ones who are not really involved. And if things go wrong, no one, no one wants to take credit, only, only blame yeah. They only want to blame the other person. And that's it's, it's that, that in you. our culture. <laughs> that's why when someone says that your inner state is totally up to you, people offer a lot of resistance to it. But at the end of the day, that is the only way. The only way out is in.
1: <laughs> you really like that one. <laughs> uh, It's by
0: Sadhguru. Uh, I, 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 think, I think it's it's my favorite quote. <laughs> the only way? The only way out is, is in. in. Yeah,
1: in. By looking within. And it's true because our without outside is a reflection of what is it.
0: Yeah, that's actually true because when when you have a a certain perspective of life, everything in your experience seems to validate that perspective. Perspective, Yes. When you change the perspective, everything changes. Within it. So our life is malleable. It's it's adjustable to how we see it. It's it's magical, really. (laughs)
1: Um. So with that takeaway, what? What can we leave with our audience today some practices or some things they can do to help them like start this practice of observing themselves yeah
0: if you're really into this and you really think this is that time for you then take some time off your day to just be with yourself i would suggest like an hour daily just maybe 30 minutes in the morning 30 minutes before going to sleep just watch that movie in your head, watch the thoughts, watch the feelings that arise in your body, because feelings at the end of the day always appear like sensations, when you're angry, you feel like a potato has been put in your yeah, throat, that's you like
1: know? a lump in your throat,
0: yes, yes, <laughs> just observe that, and observe the movement of it,
1: and I think you've used the word movement so many times, and yeah. I wanted to mention this, I think even why you use movement is noticing how this is constantly changing. Yes. Like your thoughts are always moving or they're constantly changing. Yeah. It's this emotion, then the next, the next, thought, then the next. Yeah. Now so you're staying in that awareness of the movement.
0: Because yeah. if you have to be con- somewhere where you have to be something constant in order to see change. So you take your, st- <laughs> your, your stand as, as that constant stand. part of yourself.
1: The watch and the witness. Yes. The awareness. And
0: When you go deeper into it, we'll not go that deep today. When you Mm. go deeper into it, you actually realize that that part of yourself, that is the witness, the awareness, is never touched. It's never affected by yeah. By these thoughts, it's never affected. Just that now you have taken your identity
1: as these things.
0: things, You have taken your thoughts and your emotions as who you really are. And the other thing that you can do is every moment you get, every moment you get, even if it's in traffic, I'm a break, at work. Just
1: any time, your you do. Yes.
0: Observe those movements. Just observe them. Don't engage them. Don't be like, oh, I should not be feeling like this. Uh, if that comes up, watch it.
1: Observe also that judgment. Yes. Because it's also a thought.
0: Yes. Just don't beat yourself up. Uh, don't beat yourself up because it's never that serious.
1: I think actually, even in my yeah. own experience, the biggest mistake I made was being so hard on myself for this. When I knew I could now observe my thoughts and within a minute within my day, I catch myself like unaware of what is going on in my head. I'll be like, ah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> why did I, I, I not do this?
0: Yes, it happens with most people because to my friends, are that way of living where you're punished for not getting for it not... right. <laughs> so whenever <laughs> you punish not punish you don't uh, you don't get something right you punish yourself internally
1: um so i think like any time within your day just try catch yourself it's like checking in with yourself check how you're feeling where, where is your state at where is your mind at yes. constantly check in with yourself and be aware yeah. and also we, we need to take courage most of us don't even when you say we, we take 30 minutes in the morning 30 minutes in the evening that is a lot of work for someone because mm-hmm. We fear looking into ourselves. We fear our thoughts and we fear our emotions because they have this overwhelming charge with them and we even feel it in our body, especially with situations that you don't want to look into and deal with. You will constantly put it at the back of your head. Yeah,
0: true, true. And I I know exactly what you're saying because even when I was starting on this, I had really, really, really like strong emotions uh, that were really a problem in my life. Mm. Things that were coming up a lot and ruining my life, ruining the lives of people around me. And whenever I got to thinking about it, now thinking, really thinking about those things, I felt overwhelmed and I felt like if I go further, I'll go mad.
1: Like you'll explode. <laughs> yeah,
0: but trust me, guys, you, you can't. It's actually your way out of this It's a thing. way out of it, yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, there are your feelings, and your thoughts, they happen in you. There's nothing they can do to you, to you unless yeah. you let them unless you take yourself to be them.
1: The identity.
0: Yes. There's nothing that they can do to you. And even the thought that this is overwhelming is that just a thought. Is a thought. That's... <laughs> attached to a certain feeling. Yeah. That you're feeling inside. That you you're giving credibility to the thought because of that feeling. But the feeling itself also happens within you. And it arises in within you and dissolves within you. within you.
1: You can also observe the feelings, and I think we've said that will be a whole Segment. topic on its own. Yeah, um, and the irony is, all these thoughts that you fear going into, the minute you actually start like seriously seeing through them, they, they disappear. Seem ridiculous. Yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It completely dissipates. Yes. The minute you give your awareness to it. So I think the main thing is checking in with yourself constantly do not be afraid of your thoughts and your feelings just go within half time with yourself
0: don't be too hard on yourself yeah be don't easy. be hard on yourself at all actually
1: even being hard with yourself it's, yeah, like, it's a yeah
0: exactly it's through a thought like yeah. you're telling yourself that this is bad and i shouldn't be here
1: but, but huh? anytime you feel sorry <laughs> anytime you feel overwhelmed maybe by negative thoughts and i think this is one practice that really helped me write down those negative thoughts and in most cases you will you will not have more than maybe five things to write because the negative thoughts again revolve around one thing and it's just yeah (laughs) it's It's recycled data it just forms around the same thing repeating itself over and over again And it just appears in different forms. So try writing down those negative thoughts and go through them and just realize it's the same thing appearing all in different
0: forms. Maybe that can also help to to like find solutions. If it's a real problem, then it should have a practical solution.
1: Because everything does have a solution. If it does not
0: have a practical solution and it's out of your control, then you should not think about it.
1: It should not stress you.
0: It should not stress
1: you. Because there's really nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And I think that's about it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Claire, for tuning in with us today. Anytime,
0: I enjoyed the discussion a lot.
1: You will be back here again for more and more episodes, and that is about it. (laughs) (laughs) That is about it for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and share this with anyone and everyone who needs it. And before you can deny
2: it, just try it. Just by working on our inner state, shifting our perspectives and managing and working on our mindsets. The thing that may drive me always when he said, Yesterday I was clever, I wanted to change the world. But today I am wise and I want to change myself. Our outer reality or our outer world is a reflection of our inner state and a reflection of our inner world. So if we can work towards changing ourselves, change our outer reality and we will change the world that we live in and this is what it is all about for me as i am on the same path of changing myself and working towards being that better version of myself i have witnessed my life changing i have witnessed things becoming lighter and brighter and more beautiful and more positive positive. and this is what i want other people to experience So through an episode, if I can inspire one person, if I can help one person transform their inner state, therefore transforming their outer reality, that is what drives me and that is what it is all about.